The information provided is not intended to be a substitute for professional therapeutic or medical advice. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Exist, a podcast about existence. We're going to introduce ourselves. Yeah. I'm Michelle Worley. I'm Nathan Croy. I'm Melissa Donaghy. And that this was is so Exist, isn't good. It? Yeah, that no. was such a good introduction. <laughs> okay, so the things I'm hoping to get to today, I want to review the EMDR stuff, mm-hmm. uh, talk about a new treatment for depression that involves big, long metal spikes in your brain, which I'm really excited about. Okay. And then whatever else you've got in the crazy basket. I have a list of hilarious things that have happened to me all in one week. And then whatever Melissa's got, which I think is sanity, maybe? Maybe. We need you to have it because I'm feeling some sort of energy today. All right. I I I have a list of things written down. Oh, and I got to pull up their email, too. So um, I I just got done with my EMDR training like a month ago. Mm -hmm. And... um, bought these, what do you guys call them? Because I guess vibrators aren't what you're supposed to call them. Tappers, buzzies, yeah, whatever. Really, there's so many sexual connotations to all the EMDR treatments. And if you don't buy your own little buzzies, you Mm -hmm. can walk down the hall and talk to your other therapist and say, hey, can I borrow your vibrators? And it's a real conversation starter. Appropriate. I prefer tappers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I prefer people coming and asking me for tappers versus vibrators. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's I can more, see that. It's more comfortable, but they do. They, they, uh, yep. Okay. You can name them something totally different. So I spent a significant amount of money mm-hmm. on um, one, and I'm not going to say because I'm afraid my wife is going to listen to this podcast. So um, I spent a significant amount of money, and I'm returning them. Oh, good. I'm mailing them back because. Uh, for a lot of different reasons. So the place I got them from, it's called EMDR kit. I think that's the name of the website, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the good things about it, it's, it, it is pretty cool. So it comes with a light bar, uh, headphones and buzzies. Mm-hmm. Is that where we're going to go with? Yeah. Okay. Buzzy tappers. <laughs> and th- they all connect to a device through Bluetooth. And you can sync up the light bar and the buzzies so that they go at the same time. It sounds You can glorious. sync up the light bar, the buzzies, and the headphones. So you can get all of those. But um, I just want to – and the customer service is actually really good. Cool. Um, every time I email them, I get an email that day, usually within the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And it was, a, it was never like a computer. It was always a person. And they were actually addressing the, the issues I had. So one of the issues – the very first time I got them – uh, one of the buzzies just wasn't working. Hmm. Like it would activate, it would make kind of a sound-ish, yeah. but you couldn't feel anything. Mm-mm. And so um, I called them and they said, oh, well, you just got to reset it. But as you can see, there's no, no. there's no buttons. Mm-hmm. There's no, and I'll put a link because we're going to start posting links to this on the Facebook yes. page. So I think that's a great idea. I'll put a link to a these so you can see. Gonna post? Yes. Please. Okay. Because I'm all about lists. What, is, what, are, those, what are those notes? Show notes? Show notes. Show notes, yeah. So um, so I emailed them, and uh, for starters, getting them here took just forever. Well, yeah, took... Didn't, they get, didn't they get lost first? 
Well, they got stuck or in customs, and I, I blame Chicago. I, I don't think blame that's Chicago. Well, it's, they, yeah. They were going through customs, and I think it was that. So okay. Um, uh, I, I really I love Chicago. It's lovely. No, yeah, but not for mail. Not it's awful for mail. They're dead to me for that. So uh, <laughs> it got stuck in customs. I think I ordered them on October twenty seventh, and I got them on November 9th. That sounds about right because you Wait, were brought October right... October twenty seventh. Okay. So when I ordered them, mm-hmm. and then I got them on November 9th. What does need to talk about our entitlement to quick shipping? Because <laughs> but I am used to Prime. Long. I'm used to Prime. You are, and this was coming from overseas, so you're right. But uh, again, just be prepared that it might take a little while. It That's take not while. long. But it was outside of the window that they told me to expect. That's fair. So that's why I was kind of like, you know, what happens if it gets stuck in customs? Mm-hmm. And they were very, they were like, give it a couple more days. If it doesn't get there, we'll send you another one. Yeah. Well, and we need things to happen immediately or they're dead to us. But some of that might <laughs> just be my ADHD That's what well. I'm saying. Like right. me. When that's what I meant by we. Oh, you're, oh, you're lumping us together. In ADHD you and I. land? Okay. Yeah, you're that's definitely fine. both in ADHD land. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have to... You don't have to join me, but then you're just on the other <laughs> side of the island thinking that you're alone in it, but you're mm-hmm. Anywho, yes. So uh, I, w- I want to demonstrate really quick. Hold on. I want to show you. So I am going to just open up the app right now that the, on the phone. The, it's a free app, actually. And what's interesting about it is you can use it um, with just headphones. Yeah, I do. So even if you don't have these tools, you mm-hmm. can still use it. I use their app. So. Oh, okay. Um. I just want to demonstrate, and we're going to have some dead air here because I want you to feel how long it takes for these things to connect. So I am going to go ahead and connect the what they call our pulsators. So, okay, we got one. That was really quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. One is oh, wait, lit. Wait, hold up. on. Oh no. Still waiting. There we go. And still not connected. What? Still not connected. Oh, I had an error. <laughs> Retry. I'm, I'm holding them right next to my phone. There's no reason. Okay, Got another that's error. Nuts. So I'll go back in here. I'll have to forget that connection. <sighs> Try it again. I do not feel bilaterally stimulated. I don't feel I'm stimulated at all. Not. I do have um, one question. Mm-hmm. It's probably because you don't have an iPhone. Nope. <laughs> have you tried it on an iPhone? I have. You have? It takes just as long. <gasps> I was just kidding. But it's, I think it's the Bluetooth receiver. What do you have, Michelle? Like it's, do you have it's still not. I have the green ones that you have over there. Oh, yeah, the tappers. Okay. So still just on. But I've got all the lights on. Windows are open. It's sunny outside. I've got all the desk lamps on. And look how bright that is. That is too... Yeah, it's way too bright. It's just brutal. So I took a picture of what he's holding so people have Still an idea. Waiting. Still waiting for it to connect. But he's holding the two tappers and they're supposed to... There we go. And... Oh, hey, no. got it. How many okay. minutes later? Yeah. And that is so not trauma-informed. If it ever, if it <laughs> ever disconnects for whatever reason yeah. in the session... So for instance... Um, now, they tell you that you're supposed to either use, like, a, I, th- I think if you had a device like a tablet or something mm-hmm. like that that was dedicated just to doing this, that would really help. But uh, if you forget to, like, turn on airplane mode mm-hmm. or if you have your Wi-Fi turned on and uh, you get a notification or something and you accidentally, for whatever reason, pop out of the app like I've done, 
if I go back in, it automatically disconnects them. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is... And there's no way to remember it so that it just always connects? There is a different way to connect them, but again, it says everything's connected now, and the well, lights are, they are on. buzzing? No, not yet. That's the next part I want to show you. Well, let you hear, actually. So can you hold these, and I want you to hold them kind of close to the mic, and I want you to remember how close you're holding them, because um, we're going to bring those other pair out sure. and we'll hold them about the same distance. Okay. So I want you to just listen, go ahead and hold them up there and I'm going to start the, the BLS. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm healed of all the things immediately. So that's intense. That's it here. This is at 10% intensity. Yeah. It's yeah. I tried him when he first got him. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, people that have intense, deep trauma they've never worked on and this was what they no 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 way absolutely not this this is not as, this is as low as it can go no but listen listen here open your hands wow i am filtering things I'm filtering yeah my thoughts how loud is that no i've had multiple people tell me like this is so loud it's the distracting well yeah you can't you can't focus mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if you're holding them and your hand passes over that blue light, if it's mm -hmm. at all dim in here, that you can see the light through your shut eyes. Like that's how bright those that's little blue lights that are. That's because it's so intense. I've used the, you You did the light bar with me. Yeah. And I was like, I can't look no. at that. I can't look at it. And anyway. even if you turn the light bar down all the way, yeah, it's, it's, it's still bad. really intense. All light bars I so can't look at. Here's, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Uh, yeah. Here, here's to compare, if you compare the sound. So I'm going to turn up the intensity all the way on the TheraTapper ones. Um, and these are the ones that a, a lot of EMDR therapists yeah. use. However, it looks like it stepped right out of the 80s. It does. It does. But listen, Can listen to these. Can colors on <laughs> I would be surprised if you could yes. hear this. And that's the intensity as high as it'll go. Yeah. So, I mean, just the auditory component of that. And the other issue, so here's all the uh, issues I had. Let me see what we got here. Uh, you need a dedicated device. The buzzies are super loud. There's really bad connection issues. Resetting is weird. Now, in their defense, they did uh, just update their app, and it actually connects a lot faster now. Um, when I got them, there was no American adapter. They were European plugs, so I had to go out and buy a different adapter for it. Um, there's no adjustable angle on the light bar; like oh. it's just stuck, so you can't you can't like try twist to it oh. or adjust it unless anyway. you do yeah. how I try to take photos on my phone. You can't program the Maybe countdown. Like I would really like it if you could actually set like do this for yes. thirty, how and then it'll yes. just count down and automatically stop. Just make our own, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, the headphones. <laughs> Here's the really interesting. The headphones are actually really nice. They are. They work really well, and they're so good, and they fit your ears so well on the outside that you can't hear anything when you have them all over your head. So you get the tones, and then I want to say, you know, what that bring up, what comes up, blah, 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 mm -hmm. and they can't hear me. <laughs> Jeez. So, so the client has to have a lot of responsibility and yes, make sure your thumb doesn't cover would. the light, make sure you take off your headphones when Which it's Which is going to distract from the process. Yeah. And here's the, the, the huge... I think one of the biggest issues for me is the only things you can control on those buzzies is the intensity, which I think their 5% and their 100% are still all too high. Mm -hmm. um, you can control the intensity and you control the, it says speed. Mm -hmm. And it gives you like this very, like completely arbitrary, like one to 15. 
I don't know what those what a, a one or a fifteen is, but you cannot control how long the buzzes last. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. and you cannot control like the speed the between Thera- the buzzes. Which you can on the Theratapper. I do wish that was digitized. That digit. There is a company that makes one of those. It's Whoa. about two hundred and fifty bucks. I know, and it has a digital. If Theratapper, are you, if you're listening, Theratapper, we are going to link you in the show notes on this. If they sold an adapter that cost ten bucks that I could plug in between the Theratapper mm-hmm. and the Buzzies, just like a, you know, just a, like a pass through mm-hmm. that was just a little digital readout that showed how many that would show count, how many counts count for you. You know how many repetitions it's gone through. I would, I would pay, I'd pay twenty bucks for that. Oh sure, I would. Twenty five was. Shipping. I would easily do that. Yeah, twenty nine if it got here in two days. Yes, absolutely. No, actually not. If no. free it needs to be. But free a shipping. digital. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thirty thirty bucks, but with free shipping. Right. Um, What's the one that you found that does that already? Or you're not going to say that? You know what? I I haven't bought them, but if you look it up, if you just look up like. Um, EMDR digital uh, tapper. You, you should be able to kind of get something there. I think it is from. Uh, and I, by the way, I get a lot of tens units when I look them oh. up, which I think is really weird. My oh. chiropractor just started doing that with me. So, oh, and I wanted to read this off to you though. So, uh, EMDR kit did email me back because I I emailed them uh, a list of my complaints. Um, by the way, my palms of my hand still. Are really? buzzing. Yeah. It's really jarring. So I said, the buzzies are so loud, they distract <laughs> clients. They said, well, you can adjust the intensity of the pulsation in the app, but if it's still too loud, I'm afraid there's not much we can do about that. Here in the, here in the Netherlands and other countries, they would like as much stimulation as possible. That... I can understand that you have another op- opinion about this. Perhaps a lower intensity works better. We, so they're saying we're pansies, which is... Well, I'm saying what... Oh, great. I'm glad that it works out. Like, that's what you want in the Netherlands, but... Like, it's an app. It's, it's digital. There's well, no reason why you shouldn't be able to adjust yeah. that lower. Well, it's not global. Yeah. I said the lights on the buzzies are so bright they distract clients. Uh, and they said, indeed, in our next update of the pulsators, the lights will be less bright. We're already working on this. Is so, that going to also be the case with the light bar? Because that is jarring as well. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. That is horrible. But that means that that's a hardware issue. Oh, look, they're still connected. Uh, we'll deal with that. Me, I said sorry. the Bluetooth connection time is awful and finicky. This has gotten better with the recent update, but it's still pretty brutal. And he said, what type of phone or tablet are you using? Connecting should happen in a matter of seconds. The only exception is when the app is used on a phone or tablet that does not meet the minimum requirements of the app or has a low quality Bluetooth chip. I've got a Note 8. Like this so, is, it's, yeah, it's not some old yeah. phone. Yeah. Um, I said the angle on the light bar can't be adjusted. This is critical for certain aspects of EMDR. He said, indeed, it has a fixed base, which we cannot, which cannot be adjusted in height or angle. I can understand that this can be important for you, but there are other therapists that do not care about the angle, which I'm thinking, well, then they're <laughs> not really are doing they EMDR. I said, he said, every, he said, every country has other yeah, opinions on how EMDR works and how should apply the EMDR. That's what it says. Uh, we do offer a model that is adjustable in height and angle, the EMDR Kit Classic. We cannot make a device that is perfect for everyone, as every therapist wants something else from it. Of course, we are always, of course, we always listen to feedback and try to apply this where possible, as we have done many times already. I agree with him, but if you go and you look up the EMDR Kit Classic, it doesn't have that ability to sync up with the tappers. 
So I also said the headphones are really great, but they're too good. They block out the sound of my voice when we're done processing. He said, this is again, something EMDR therapists have a different opinion about. Some people think it is good to block out the sound. Some people think it should not be blocked out. We chose for this model of headphones, uh, but it is interchangeable for any other headphone that you would like to use, which is true. But for the price point that I paid on this thing, mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be, your answer should not be, we'll just go get a different set of headphones. Right. Um, the speed setting on the buzzies are not adjustable. He says, well, we have 15 different speeds. The speed can also be adjusted independently from the light tube and headphones. Uh, what would you like to see? We're currently working on 20 different speeds. And what I would like to see, that one, the yeah, Neurotech one. Yeah, they have the digital. Oh, so we'll get back to that one. Um, I said, you didn't include American plugs, only Europeans. Uh, I bought an adapter, but it seems a little silly to not offer that. He said, I'm sorry to hear this. As a standard, we do include adapters for the country people order from. He said, your package should have had two US power converters. They are pretty small. Perhaps you overlooked them. If they're not included, I'm sorry. I can send those to you if you'd like, but it sounds as if you want to return the set anyway, which he's right, I do. And I said, ultimately, your product actually interferes with the process of EMDR and prevents successful treatment. He said, I'm sorry to hear you feel this way. Of course, we understand you want to return the set if you think it interferes with your sessions. And I said, it's a great concept, but it doesn't seem like the creators actually know anything about EMDR, which was maybe a little hard hand on my part. Well, that's the question. But and, And he said, this is certainly not the case. We have five years of experience as EMDR equipment manufacturers and 11 years as a practice for people who treat people with trauma and bad experiences. We attend many conferences and we can tell there are many different ways to work with EMDR, which is true. I have not uh, heard we are trained in EMDR yet. Everyone has a different opinion, even within countries. The opinion on how EMDR works and how it should be administered differs between people. To make equipment to suit everyone is just impossible. We listen to everyone and try to implement as many features as possible so everyone can work in his or her preferred way. We have two models and hope the differences are enough so that people can choose their preferred model and way to work with it. Already more than 7,000 people work with our equipment and many of them are very happy with it. With you, this is... This obviously has not succeeded, and I am sorry about that. We will certainly note your points and see if we can change anything about that in the future. Um, so, you know, for to their credit, they're incredibly responsive. Uh, the customer service is really, really good. For the amount of money that you would have to pay for this kit, I think it ended up being like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is just no reason why you... The, the things I'm asking for, I don't think are unreasonable Yeah. to put a hinge on that thing that allows you to swivel it a little yeah. bit right. to allow. And, and a lot of it is, could be adapted by software. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very, I think, simple changes that they could make, mm-hmm. which would make this product really meet everybody's needs. Yeah. Um, they're beautiful, though. They are. Like, they're, that's probably they're very truly pretty. like people compared to the '80s model. Oh yeah, that everyone else has. No, they're they're gorgeous. Yeah, but it's, it's not what we need. It's a great concept. I wouldn't spend the money. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of problems for something that's that expensive. Yeah. What was that other that Neurotech one? Yeah. How much is that? Like two fifty? Two sixty nine. Yeah. Sixty. And uh, sorry. And <laughs> I I think this remind the other one has reminded me of that Drew Carey. Anyone ever watched that Drew Carey episode? I won't go into details on it, but I don't think so. Once people see the picture and they hear the reference of Drew Carey show, then you will know. All right. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, I, I just I think the the app itself is so flawed. Um, the connections are so finicky. Um, the good news is, you know, I think a lot of their problems are software based, mm-hmm. and they can update the app and actually make these things really great. Yeah. Um, a couple of tweaks to the hardware, and I think it would meet. I think it could meet everyone's needs and be worth the money. Yeah. But. I agree. I agree with you. I don't see anywhere in there that they said that they're actually trained in EMDR. Mm-hmm. They skirted around it. Yeah, they said we we help people that have experienced trauma, but and they go to a lot of con- EMDR conventions. Mm-hmm. Well, sure they do. I'm sure you do. Products. Yeah, but I don't think any of you are actually trained in EMDR, mm-hmm. and I think it shows through in the product. I heard yes, but yeah, but to all of them, there yep. was a lot of yes, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you call it yeah, but yeah, but oh yeah, but. You have a thing for everything. I do. I do. I really do. I do. Um, So, so compare you know this five hundred bucks to spending a hundred bucks on the Theratapper, one hundred twenty. Yeah, one hundred fifteen. I think one hundred fifteen, something like that. No, one hundred fourteen. One hundred fourteen fifty-two. Where you get to control the length, (laughs) the intensity, and the pause between them. Yeah. And I think because it allows you to go through that slower. BLS when yeah. you're doing the installation yes. and then you can go into the faster ones and you can just, you have so much more control over it and you can easily adjust it for every client. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm fine. I, I know, justify the I know one of the things that I am finding is that the clients that I have that have more significant trauma and or chronic pain issues, mm-hmm. they cannot tolerate the higher they cannot tolerate yeah. that kind of intensity. It's just, oh, it's too There's much. No it's overstimulating. Way. Yeah, I, I found that with with every across the board mm-hmm. for all of these products with the EM, from the EMDRK company, they're overstimulating. It's just too much. Yeah, it's just too much. Now, I did see. I think the the light bar that they brought out on the tripod with the you know that's like twelve feet long or something yeah. like that. It's not really, but it's it's huge. Yeah. I think that thing itself is like a thousand bucks. Yes. Oh, I'm sure it is. And it's got the counter in it. It's got all the things and the doobie floppies and the whatever. So when the, I think that's a technical term, the, the doobie, doobie floppies. floppies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, you know, when you, when you look at that gigantic light bar and you're thinking, yeah, I could pay a thousand bucks for one light bar. I could pay half that and get a light bar and these buzzies and the headphones. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Technically. Uh, but I think a thousand bucks for a light bar that you can actually use mm-hmm. versus, and where you can actually adjust all the different settings versus yeah. 500 bucks for a really cool looking kit that you can't use. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, you know, a thousand bucks might be more worth it. I want to find a therapist that stopped doing EMDR that has all of these things because they impulsively bought them and then didn't use them and then just buy them from them. I'm sure there is some out I there. Bet. I think this would be tough to find on like a Craigslist or a, like a Facebook marketplace. I think you would probably have yeah. to have maybe a, I don't know, is there a market out there for therapists selling their mm-hmm. stuff? And then the other one, so I, so far, Theratapper has been pretty great. Um, mm-hmm. The other one, I think the Neurotech, is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Uh, there's a couple of therapists in this office that have those versions. Okay. Um, their complaints have always been that the battery runs out too fast. I've never oh. had my battery. <laughs> but but what I'm saying with the Neurotech mm. one. No, I understand. Also, you cannot change. There's a setting on there that that Theratapper has mm-hmm. that Neurotech doesn't have, mm-hmm. and I it's not the intensity. I think it's the length of the buzz. Yeah. You can change the pause. 
right? But the, how mm-hmm. long the... So there's something that it's missing there. And they have a thing where you can plug an adapter into the wall mm-hmm. and just run it through that. The one thing I do not like about the TheraTapper is I feel like the physical cord connection mm-hmm. um, can interfere yeah. at times. Uh, I think people, like, if I pull on it or move it or move in my chair... There could definitely be some it's logistical gonna, things. It's going to go through that. And so I think the EMDR kit thing using the Bluetooth connection is is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It, I, I yeah. think it has a lot of potential. I think this execution was just, it was just poorly executed and they went for uh, form over function. Yeah. I think you can tell with the TheraTapper, these were created by an EMDR therapist. Yeah. So you can tell, yes. you can tell that they were created by somebody who has done the work. Yeah. Yep. And cares about it and do, like cares about the work enough that they don't really care what it looks like. I, <laughs> yes. Which is fine. Which is function over form. Right? It is like, function over form. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. It's yes. an architecture thing. Yep. Form over function. Function over form. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, and so I think with the EMDR kit, right? Uh, you know what? If it works great for you in the Netherlands, that's great. But then don't sell it overseas. If I ever move to the Netherlands, it is what I'm getting. <laughs> Yes, exactly. We're going to have a completely a different type of clientele, apparently. I want to create one that has, it's a wireless charger like all the phones have now, where you just set it at the end of the day on the charger. Well, they, they have these. You just set them in the base of the mm-hmm. of oh, this right, thing here, right. and they yeah, just charge. Right there. See, look, one of them is still connected for some reason, and one of them's not. And you've already unconnected it? Yeah. A long time ago. So, yeah, you just <gasps> dropped it. I think it's a spy. It is a spy. Stop Are you sure it. they came Stop from it. the Netherlands and not so, from We're going to go. <laughs> yeah, if you talk about the uh, paranoid personality disorder, that's... Uh... Can I talk about one of my funny things? Because yes. I have a lot. Please do. All right, which one should I pick? <gasps> that's such a hard... I feel like I brought five gifts for you, and I have to pick which one. Like, I have to order them because I have a lot of funny things. Okay, so we have been going... Oh, I started um, telling you guys this in... Um, messenger, but I didn't finish it because I wanted to tell it on this. Okay. I'm aware that I'm all over the place. So my family, all four of us have been going to the same hairdresser since we moved mm-hmm. to the area. And so we've gotten close to them and they're great. The whole, the whole place is great. And where do you go? Give them a plug, dude. Oh, Evolve in Blue Springs. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I see Nellie Lapresto. All right. She Ooh. is wonderful. She stopped seeing men for her hair and only cuts women's hair now. Like that's her focus is coloring. So is she that has sexist? More... She has become sexist in the past <laughs> month. Apparently. Yeah. No, but she just decided like, it, I don't know. It'd be like us saying, I oh, really want to focus my work on intensive outpatient okay. and I'm not going to do. Yeah. So yeah. she gets a choice. I right. think doing men's hair would be really boring. Wow. Compared to women's hair. Although, wow. my hair's I'm not sorry, much different than wow. Jason and Will's. Mine's not that much different. So. I know, but there's just so many different styles and types. Yeah. Men don't really have that many different. Thank you. And they're I'm boring to talk just to. boring, yeah. They are boring. Boring hair, boring, boring conversation. Mm. Absolutely. That's their tagline, actually. Mm. Boring hair, boring conversation. No. <laughs> wow. No, they do lots of things. They have, like, massage and all, I think. Anyway, the whole color bar, it's awesome. So, we've been going there for some time. And they made it so that you can schedule online. Mm -hmm. And so there's a little section called appointment notes. And I used to put something boring like, (laughs) you know, child haircut because my kids don't need their own sign in. So I'll put, so they know it's like going to take 20 minutes rather than the four hours that I'm there. Just joking, I'm not there four hours. 
But anyway, so I realized, oh man, what a, I've been wasting my time. These appointment notes can be an outlet for my ridiculous humor. Plus, don't you ever wonder if anybody's actually reading them? I did. The first time I was like, I wonder if they, because there were some times that I'd show up <laughs> with Will and they were like, oh yeah, it's for him. Okay. That's great. I'll they, put it in the, it's like I put it in the notes. So that's what how it was born. Mm -hmm. So I've started, there was one that involved the Last Supper because it was Jason's last haircut with Nelly. And so I totally made it hilarious. There's going to be 13 of us total. Yes. <laughs> but we're going to need a table for 26 because we're all going to sit on one side. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was probably a very loud laugh. <laughs> so this is one of my favorite ones. And I read it to a friend and there was one point in it that she started like laughing so hard that I thought she was going to pee all over my couch. But she didn't. Oh, good. I don't think. It's leather anyway, mm, so it's fine. Yeah, close So Will sees Heather there. Heather's awesome. I said, hey, Heather, I just wanted to prepare you. I took screenshots of my conversation because I thought it was so good. <laughs> I want to share. There's no narcissism here at all. No, it's fine. None. It's fine. Hey, Heather, I just wanted to prepare you. This is Will's last haircut of 2018. Never again will you have the hairs on a sweet little nine-year-old head cut during this year. This is a make it or break it basically until the end of time. He'll have moments in the future where, where he'll inevitably, inevitably be asked, tell us about the last haircut you had in 2018. You know, the age old question. I've taken the first step in scheduling. The rest is up to you. May the odds be ever in your favor. Yes. Yes. He wants the rat tail back and also wants the Rachel, but wants you to create both with only the hair currently on his head. We'll bring photos for you to use as a guide. Also no scissors. We saw a new way of cutting hair on YouTube involving torn pieces of cardboard and baby wipes. We'd like that. Thanks. That's what I put. That was my, that was. And then they, they tell you not to come in? No. Oh, they, haven't, they haven't responded yet. You, but they have told me that they, they have haven't responded Like yet. read them out loud and laughed out loud at them. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> you guys are staring at me like I'm crazy. Uh, you're saying it'd be like I told you I was going to get an Android instead of an iPhone. Like, no, that would be a, that would be a step towards sanity. That would be. I thought that was hilarious. Fine, that I'm glad I shared that first. <laughs> the rest <laughs> better be funnier. No, now we're just going to talk about depression. I think. I don't know. After that, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm joking. No, that was. <laughs> it didn't feel that nice. I was trying to be funny with my pause. Okay, fine. I'll take that off my list. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> there are people laughing right now. No, not right now. Not right you know, now, but in the in moment, the future, in the future, this, yeah. when it's posted, this moment sure. exists. For There's them. going to be many I'm people sure laughing. Yes, okay. probably. All right. Okay, <laughs> that was one of the things on my list. It's fine. <laughs> Do you have anything else? I mean, I have other things on my list. Do tell. This morning, I waited five minutes to back out of a parking spot because there was a car behind me that wouldn't move. I've been driving my mother-in-law's car. Five minutes. I'm like, okay, fine. So I like... Did you use the horn? So I've got distracted. Like, so I'm waiting to back up. I see a car. So then I look at my phone. I mess you know, with it for a minute. And then I look up again. It's still there. So I'm back at my phone. Just sitting yeah. waiting. No, it's my mother-in-law's car. She has a backup mirror. Yeah. It was... It has a picture of the car, your car. Right. Thought that was the car behind me. <gasps> Five <laughs> minutes. I sit and wait for this car to move, but it was just an outline of my car. Wow. That was today? That was today. Like showing oh, okay. where your car is going to be. No, like just showing like if the, the door was open, then it would show right. a door open. I just haven't she had. She was seeing a, she was. <laughs> I haven't had a car that did that. And it's my mother-in-law's car. That is amazing. And I don't mind sitting in it because it's got heated seats. So like, I'm not in a hurry. I, anywhere to, I would have started honking the horn and been like, hey. Get <laughs> it. Go. Honk the horn at somebody and then back up. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, like, like what's go. the. Per 
Oh, that's can you not, imagine I if I would have got out and been like, what the heck are you... Oh, oh, there's no, there's one no there. car here. <laughs> and then I get in, I'm like, it's there. I'm going to need to go to the hospital, I think. <laughs> okay. I hope I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I guess I only have one other funny thing that might not be funny, and I might have already asked you. It's just this question that I haven't had an MFT answer correctly that's graduated from the same program. Oh, now there's some pressure. Okay. What is your degree in? What is your degree? I have a Master of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy. Oh, you didn't go to Friends. What is yours? <laughs> I have a Master's in Science Keep Family going. Therapy. A Master of Science Family Therapy? In Family Therapy. Oh, you're the only one that's ever answered it correctly. Well, it's MSFT. How yeah. hard is it to figure out? Because people say I have a, a Master of Science in Marriage and Family Therapy. No, you, that's, but that's not what it says. It's not. That's what mine no says. No one knows. Yours is... You have an art. Yeah. Though. You know how to say You didn't go to the same university. Right. Anyway. Because it is an art. Really, I just kind of went downhill yeah, with my suicide. with my list of hilarious things because it ends with suicide trainings. Jeez, a little. Well, no, the day doesn't end in suicide. Gosh, man, this really took a turn. <laughs> I was hilarious stepping foot in here today, and I knew I had a list of hilarious things, and I didn't. I thought they were funny. Wait, so what's with the suicide thing? I thought you said you didn't. We want were going to talk about just in general, okay. talking about like. How we are trained on suicide okay. awareness and prevention. That's on my list, but we don't Oh, I think it's very inept. Yeah. It's Agreed. A, it's the same thing. We're taught the cold <clears throat> parts mm -hmm. and forget the warm humanity piece. Mm -hmm. So I'm honestly trying to think about when I went. I mean, obviously, there's training that we continue to do outside of our in schooling. Mm -hmm. I don't remember really talking about suicide hardly at all. Yeah. I really don't recall. It's a requirement now in Missouri that during yes, the two years. And I thought it was in Kansas, but then they took it's, it it's off not. or it's. It was, it was up there for a yeah. hot minute. I swear. I do too. No, you, it may have been. I'm just saying it's not right now. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense that it, I mean, I think everybody should have that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but. I agree. So the, I attended a training and it, I really just, the thing I wanted to talk about that I left with was this feeling of we're just trained the same thing because we need to be trained, I guess, in those same things like how to safety plan, how to create contracts for life. Yep. I'm doing that training in March. You're going to. That's what I'm, that's what I'm presenting on in March. Where at? Oh, yes. Yes, you are. I'm going. Yeah. yeah. I have it on my list. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you weren't here when we were talking about that. We'll talk about it. We're going to do a right trip. You know about the thing. No, don't. In, so in March, I'm going down to Emporia State to uh, give a presentation to a bunch of social workers down there. And, well, I'm, I think there's going to be other people from the community, but I think it's March 19th. Um, and uh, yeah, going down to Emporia State, and I'm going to be doing teaching them how to do safety planning uh, from an existential perspective and how to make how to incorporate it with your treatment planning. I'm really glad you shared that with me before. I could have sworn I told you. Yeah. No, I because I've been really excited because I present I no because I have presented a paper to them an original paper about it and it got accepted and so they're like yeah come teach us and I was like I, I know about the paper now I hope somebody shows up. People will show up. I won't be there. But I'm going. Will show up. I, with think, you. I, I think I think if, if I was a can you go if I was a I don't even know if it's for graduate students or undergrads but if I was an either and I heard somebody was giving a presentation on safety planning, I wouldn't go. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because it's just, it's gotten such a bad rap. Mm -hmm. uh, all the data I have ever reviewed or looked up on safety planning, all of it says, it seems like it's a really good idea, but nobody really actually does it. 
Well, and it's or they CYA. do the safety plan and they don't actually incorporate it or, or they don't ever use it again in treatment. Well, I think it's, I think what we often do is like when somebody is in crisis, then we will do one. Right. But then when they're not in crisis anymore, we don't ever go right. back to it. And so uh, the VA did some research about the efficacy of safety planning. And what they wanted to see is, you know, how many therapists use a safety plan and then how is that uh, incorporated into treatment? And then what are the outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. So they just went through and they got a whole bunch of, of closed case files and they used all that. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, you know, X amount of people did safety plans. We, they had this rubric that kind of helps them decide what was a good safety plan, quote unquote, good versus bad safety plan. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they said that the good ones were the ones that were done in collaboration with the client rather than just saying, dear client, here's your safety plan, like mm -hmm. do this, right? And so they went, then they found the ones that were unique to each one and da, da, da. And then they wanted to see how effective they were if, when they were implemented in the therapy and they had no data, mm -hmm. none. There's just zero because they, they looked through and they're like, we really couldn't find anybody that consistently implemented and used their safety plan. Uh, throughout they're being the therapeutic used process. Because you're supposed to. They're being used reactively and in they don't way. actually read, they don't, they don't reduce your liability in the slightest. Really? Not at all. If you have a client that completed suicide, mm -hmm. you having a safety plan or not having a safety plan has, so there's some other research that they've done where they went through and they looked at, you know, disciplinary mm -hmm. things and mm -hmm. all those different, doesn't matter does not change your outcome in the slightest. You have just as much of a chance of having some disciplinary action taken against you if you have a safety plan versus if you don't. This is where we make an assumption and then it gets spread around mm -hmm. the rumor mill of therapy, I guess. And then everyone hears one thing and then we do this so that we protect. Well, I think it comes directly yeah. from organizations. Yeah. I think organizations. I started in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, I can Dutch. tell you where it got started. Uh, technically safety planning got started in the late 1800s in New York from a school fire. Uh, the, so school fire drills. So there was a false alarm that went off in a school, uh, fire alarm went off and everybody was in such a panic to get out. I think like 41 people died, hmm. like they were trampled to death. 41. Yeah. It was a really packed school <laughs> of like 41 people died getting out. I, I've got my research up there. I, I might be off on that number, but it, I, it's I'm pretty two. sure it's 41. No. And, um, it's but it turns <laughs> out, it turns out there was no fire. It was a, it was a oh, false alarm. Oh, wow. <gasps> Did someone pull the fire no, extinguisher? No, it just, or it the just, fire alarm? no, they didn't. <laughs> that's really, that's why you don't do that. That's why you don't do that. But and because of that, and that in response anymore. to that, they started doing do the. I don't have that impulse to do that anymore. You don't? No. Gosh. That's good. So people can live. Yeah, that's good. I don't that's want people really to be trampled. That's the only reason. Yeah. And so that's when they started doing uh, I am fire drills. imagining people being trampled right now in my head. Well, stop it. I can't. That's just dark. Okay. You did it. Uh, I don't want to put that in there. Just I don't put that evil on me, man. Uh, no, but they, they, that's when they started doing uh, fire drills. Like we have to practice oh. getting out of here. That's when they started putting evacuation maps and exit signs and buildings. Oh. was in response to this, and that became the very first safety plan. Do you have one on the back of your door behind your coat? Nope. Don't know how to get out then. Well, if you can't figure out how to get out of this room. I will be trampled. 
then you kind of, I think that's Darwinism at that point. That's just. (laughs) Survival of the fittest. That's just like, well, you know what? There's one door in here, so. Okay. I think. There's windows. There's windows that aren't too far. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I got a plan now, so. Oh, good. You're going to go out the window? I am. No, so that's where they started. And uh, I think ever since then, all safety plants have basically been reactionary. They've never been something that you could intentionally use to try to be proactive in increasing safety. So we need life plans. Mm. Well, actually, so when I call my, I, I do safety Existence plans with people. Plans. I do safety plans with most of my clients. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I'm not suicidal. And I say, yeah, but you're not emotionally safe. You're not, or you're not relationally safe. Oh my not. gosh, that's amazing. You're just, we're just protecting the physical when yeah. we do that. Right. Not protecting all the other things that we say that we're protecting. And so if you don't have a more holistic approach to mm-hmm. safety planning that addresses all the fancy, what, pneuma biopsychosocial, right? Pneuma meaning spiritual, bio, biological, okay. psycho meaning you're crazy. No. I'm going to start doing mind map social. safety planning since I'm obsessed with mind mapping, but I'm going to start doing that. You could do that with my safety plan structure. It's my safety plan structure now because it's <laughs> stolen. <laughs> That's so good. Take it. Neuro. I'm going to do that. I'm going to numa bio. I'm going to draw. I'm going to have it prepared, and then just the names of the things, and yeah. then we can. Have it. But that's and so that's where I meet so the people where they're at. I'm saying you need a relational safety plan. Is that what you're going to teach in March? Yep. Okay. Yep. Then I don't need to go because I just learned it. Well, no, I I haven't taught you how to do it. No, I'm just. I'm going to do my own. It's oh, going to be well, better. Well. <laughs> That I believe. She's going to be teaching over the next year. If I create from yours a way to use mind map, maybe I can share that with you. Oh, okay. (laughs) There we go. We just demonstrated. We just demonstrated two different kinds of personalities. (laughs) Mine was to add to yours and collaborate, and yours was to get paid. Yeah, mine's copyright in front of you. You're going to now sell it, and it's not going to adjust, and the light's going to go all wonky. Yeah. This is how it this is how it started. He's very shrewd. Some some jerk. Making a podcast about it in five years, yeah. going. Let me I tell you how this. much I paid for this, and let me tell you where they screwed up. Oh my gosh! And I'll be like, "Look, man, here in Kansas, we like our safety plans to be a little bit more harsh." Yeah, we ride on the back of cattle yeah. skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leather for those of you that are perhaps not indoctrinated into. Uh, I come from a long line of cattle farmers too, which is really ironic. <laughs> the cow skin. <laughs> Do you mean leather, sir? Yes, yes I do. <laughs> um, I don't have any way to go back to what we were talking about now. There's no easy transition. No. But like, I, so there's an app called Safety Plan. Really? And I actually like it. And I think you could incorporate it with what you're talking about. Can you send that to me? I can't send you an app. Well, like a link or a... Yeah, I'll send word. you a link. I'll, and I'll put it in the show notes. But you, like these are things if you change them a little bit to be more from the lens that you're talking about. That fits pretty close to actually what mine looks like. It's mm-hmm. an app where when you open it up, it has a place for people. Like you click on warning signs and they fill that out. They That's fill step out. one in mine. Mm-hmm. Coping strategies. Step what two. are some things you can do on your own to help you not act on thoughts or urges to harm yourself? You fill that out. What are reasons to live? Yeah. Um, they would just fill that in. Contacts. I was trying to show someone uh-huh. how I did it. I don't have any of those that. things, apparently. Um, places for distractions. So That is drug nuts. <laughs> well, so, like, think of the five, <coughs> three, one. Right. To ground but you. But that's not a distraction. That's actually helping you become more present. Then and maybe, maybe that's just it, the that term, could be, the word that they're using or whatever. 
Yeah, they do just say to help take your mind off things. Which I think, well, in that case, let's go drink. That's what I put on mine. Uh, (laughs) No, but places or ways to ground yourself. I think I'm allergic to wine, though. To stop the podcast, I do. I think I like every time I drink three or four bottles, I get really sick. Wait, let me finish that that because that is going to take a whole long time. (laughs) Then there's a guide, so ways to connect you with other people, resources, and then crisis. It would just you push the button and it will call. The reason I like this is people always have their phones. I agree with you. I think that's fantastic. If someone's how much is it? Free. Oh, that's great. There's something in. um, Can we put a link to that on the show notes? Yeah. There's something about that about the paper one that people do more traditionally that we think in the moment (coughs) excuse me in the moment of like real intense suicidal like ready to act upon it that someone's going to be like oh where is that sheet that my therapist made or that's going to save my life card or whatever whatever it's in the back of their car gum wadded up in it that's why in, so when I do my safety plans, I, I do I do them on paper, and I think that they could be adapted to fit to that very yeah. easily. But one of the things for me is that I think if you're relying, or if I'm relying, I'll just own it. If I'm relying on somebody to have that piece of paper handy uh, when when they're feeling unsafe, mm-hmm. then I'm not. We're not doing the safety plan. The, and why are we doing it then? Because what we're going to do is I'm going to teach you how to be safe in general mm-hmm. right and the all of therapy is going to be the incorporation of that safety mm-hmm. plan yeah i'm gonna um, call it something else then it's not about <clears throat> it is treatment planning and living. safety planning together yeah and so we're going to teach you those skills in that order and you're going to you're going to learn how to do that uh so that you don't need that piece of paper yeah. you don't even need an app um, it's going to be a skill that you're going to learn and The thing I like about my safety plan is that when I've taught it to people who do CBT or DBT or EFT or any other kind of T, they can easily take that safety plan and say, oh, well, that's what that would look like this in DBT. Mm -hmm. I'm going, great, then go do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm I'm saying, here's your structure you should operate within. And you're going to incorporate that into the whole therapeutic arc. Uh, and it's going to be, you're basically going to use it every single time in session. Yeah. You're going to use that, those four steps. And then I'm not telling you the four steps come, come to the thing in March, I guess. Um, but I'll tell you, <clears throat> she'll I'll tell you, I have some papers in my office. Yeah, she no, knows. she, she knows oh. she's, she said she's been forced to sit through some of my training for four. So it's, I'm really excited. That's good. That's a good it's, topic. It's a good one though. And mm-hmm. I, and I agree with you. I, if, if you have to have that piece of paper, you're, yeah. It's not good. If you're all and if as a therapist we're only doing it in that moment because we feel like we have to or we're supposed to or that's the ethical thing best practice to do. Or if we're only doing it to cover our own butts. And then to know like that's actually not doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm gonna change things. I'm gonna make sure that people are doing it this way. Yeah. And I mean but when you think about it, like OSHA, mm-hmm. safety plans and hospital safety plans and hospitals were created to protect the staff, not the patients. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, OSHA was OSHA didn't get started until 1978. That is not. It was in response to I think it was in 1977 they were having on average 35 preventable deaths every day on job sites. What? Wow. 35 preventable deaths every day. Oh my 
gosh. And OSHA didn't get started until 1978. Wow. So everything that we've done so far has been reactionary. Which is, so people complain about psychiatric hospitals and like I have teens I work with that have been to them and they said, like, I didn't get any better. Yeah. I'll say, yeah. You're, yeah, that's not the point. It's yeah. set up to keep you alive. Yeah. Their only job yeah. is to keep you alive. Stabilize you. Do I love that and think that that's the best plan yeah. for the whole? No, but that's where we're at. So yeah. you need to expect anything more of them. Right. Except, so while I have that frustration, it's also reality. But what if we're doing safety planning this way, we're not doing any better. Our only oh, goal is to keep them by using this to keep them physically alive. I've, I've terminated with oh, clients before who, gross. like, especially like if I'm doing couples therapy mm-hmm. or marriage therapy and uh, people only call me and want to make an appointment when they're fighting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, we're done. Well, that's when Jason and I want to hang out with you guys is only when we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we're done. That's, we're done. No, I'm serious. Like if somebody's not willing to come in and work on their marriage and learn new skills and, and, and get somewhere, mm-hmm. if, uh, if, if the only time they want to come in and see, and I think there is a time and a place for it, but if the only time they're calling me is basically when they need a referee. Yeah, or they're in crisis. Well, that's, the worst like, time. Yeah. that's the worst time to come. Yeah, you're not, not going to be grow. able to not... grasp it. No. 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 I don't. I don't. Don't call me. Yeah. Don't. If you want to come in and work on it in, in between, yes. Then you don't have to go somewhere, home and you can't stay here. And then the, right? next, the next fight, we're going to try to implement some of those new skills and it's going to work, sure. yeah. right? But if it, no, I don't do reactionary therapy. No. I, I don't think anybody can. Mm-mm. I think sometimes people do it, but I don't think they're doing therapy. They're yeah. doing crisis management, maybe. It just reminds me of when I worked in the hospital. Yeah. Where it's just, it's just crisis stabilization. Not really. Not You're really not about go, that life? I'm not. Yeah. I don't think it's beneficial. I don't think it actually treats people like people. It treats people like problems. Yeah. And basically it sends a message, you just need to not be a problem. This, these are ways that, as therapists, we are just continuing the problem. Like I agree. We are we become enablers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like we should do one of those things where we put our hands in the middle and we, like, agree not to do that. Amen. All right. Yes. Yeah. Actual Three, two, real therapy. Real th- <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> we didn't have a word. Like, what were we going to end on? Yeah. Like, no, we no. went in with no plan. No, nothing. But it worked. It, but Melissa's hands are very soft. They really are. Wow. I need whatever you're using. All right. Can we can we do a complete non sequitur into this thing? (laughs) (laughs) No one knew what we were doing, so that sounded weird. Okay, it was my lip balm stuff. (laughs) It on my lips. She what? It's lip balm. That's where it goes. In the name. (laughs) But they didn't know I was picked up the lip balm. They just heard you say put it on your lips. They accidentally discovered a new way to treat depression. How you're avoiding what I I know. they were trying to treat epilepsy with uh, deep brain stimulation, right? So for those of you guys that don't know at home, deep brain stimulation, they open up your chest and they put a little battery pack in there. It's similar to a uh, uh, pacemaker, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of, except it's not in your heart. Um, and then they run wires uh, from that pack in your chest up along your neck, uh, right next inside to Inside your body? Yes, okay. inside your body, up through, and then they crack open your skull uh, and push metal rods down into your brain while you're awake, uh, 
because they want to make sure you can still talk and stuff. And if you start, like, yeah, then they back it out a little bit and then they move it and they try again. And, um, and the whole time. Love trial and error. Did not. Yeah. Yeah. Do love trial and error. Yes. <laughs> gotta love a trial um, Love it. My, you know what? I've got a picture of, because my dad had it done for, he has Parkinson's disease. Yeah. And so he's had two surgeries because they do one on each side. Mm-hmm. So the, they do one on one side and sometimes that's enough. And then if they need to, they I don't think they ever do both of them at the same time because it's just too many variables. Let's talk about the different sizes of the brain sometime. Just throwing that in there. I hate that. I love I that topic. I don't think there's any. I think that's completely. I have so much. I have someone to bring in. Okay, go ahead. All right. Sorry. So, um, yeah. So they put those things in there. and But the, I think the freakiest part is that they have to wire your, like, dr- they drill like, a metal cage onto your head. That's the and wildest then, part. Mine is, like, the part of your chest that's gaping open <clears throat> during the surgery. Well, that was the weirdest part. No, 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 no. It's, no, under no, your skin. it's underneath your skin. I think, no, no, I don't think it's stage shut, but that's what my mind was stuck on, like this flap of no, skin. But you do have like a bulge there. Floppy, blobby, Like a port. Like how people get like a port sometimes. Yeah. Like there's a little bump in yeah. your skin. No, it's pretty It's big probably bump. bigger than that. It's yes. like the size of a pack of cigarettes. Oh, shh. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, and you, you control it with the, you control it like a little, oh, shh, <laughs> nunkies, yeah. Oh, shh. So they were trying to do deep brain stimulation to um, deal with epilepsy. Yeah. Okay. So uh, electrically stimulating the, so this comes from uh, Current Biology. It was published uh, November 29th. Uh, Is Current Biology a, a publication? Yeah, Okay. I guess. Or you mean like current as in like. No, that's biology actually the that's name of it. Now. Quote, so, current biology, end quote. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, you want to put a link they to this? Put, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so use it for, like I said, Parkinson's disease, tremors, different things like that. But the researchers worked with, and this is a quote, researchers worked with 25 epilepsy patients who already had electrodes implanted into their brains as part of their treatments. Many of the study participants also had signs of depression as evaluated by mood tests the researchers administered. The investigators tried stimulating many areas of the brain, and they found that jolts to the lateral orbitofrontal cortex made patients with signs of depression, but not others who didn't have signs of de- or who didn't have symptoms of depression, feel better right away. It made people that <clears throat> didn't. So people that came in that had so originally they were doing this for people that had epilepsy. Okay. Yes. And twenty-five of the patients uh, had these electrodes implanted. And they found out that for people, because they did some psych testing before they did these, before they entered these patients in this mm-hmm. te- this clinical trial, and they a lot of them had depression. Turns out when they activated that lateral orbitofrontal cortex, mm-hmm. depression instantly went away. And they said, wow, I feel a lot better. What'd you guys do? Study co-author Kristen Sellers recalls a patient exclaiming after receiving the stimulation. Only the people who had symptoms of depression to start with improved their mood. Does it does it specify at all like what those symptoms were that it helped alleviate? Not sure or like how anything. many like people out of the twenty five? Um, she goes. She said this suggests that perhaps the effect of what we're doing is to normalize activity that starts off abnormal. The effects wore off soon after the stimulation ended. Oh. The latest study offers more evidence that DBS is something that is real and will work for depression. So, I mean, literally. So, do you, what do you, I mean, ECT, right? Electroconvulsive mm-hmm. therapy, mm-hmm. TMS. I mean, this is basically a portable ECT machine 
that won't give you a bunch of memory loss and how do you know uh because it doesn't Does because it... you don't have to fry the whole brain right with ect you're running electricity through your whole body and and it is just juice and everything this delivers a very low level shock uh, and current to a very specific part of the brain that's very deep. But are there long-term studies to show that it doesn't have damage? No. But really, if you if you well, think about I it, say it yes. were. I would say yes, because Parkinson's patients that get it done, <laughs> uh, patients with epilepsy that have gotten this, I mean, this procedure itself, I mean, it has all, it carries with it all the risks of shoving a metal rod into somebody's brain and uh, doing brain surgery and all that stuff, but no. When you have to think about... I wonder if it would continue to work. Well, medicine has long-term effects. Yeah. Like, not okay. having any treatment would have yes. effects all, all the time. Yeah. So even if there were long-term effects, if, you know, in 20 years of doing it, that it had an effect, you just had 20 years of life without... I wonder how often you have to... You do have to go in, I think, every 10 years to have that battery pack replaced. No, I'm saying, like, how often would you have to have the... Well, that's the thing with DBS; it's just constantly running, oh. and you can you can change. Like my dad has this little thing; it connects through Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. Thank God it wasn't made by the people that did EMDR, right? right? And uh, he connects with that thing, and he can adjust the the rate okay. and how much voltage it's sending, and all that different stuff. Now, again, you crank up the voltage more, the battery runs out faster, and it's not like they can just go in and pop out of that. Like they have to cut you open. <laughs> pull it out, reply, make it's a whole surgery. But I mean, people do that kind of thing for, um, breast implants. Yeah. Or birth, different Facelifts. kinds of birth control have sure. some yeah. level of going under the skin. If you could see, if people could see our faces as you're talking, cause like Melissa's face is like, what? Yeah. So I, I, I just think it's like when I've seen other people that have gone through every medication and they've done yeah. that, uh, genetic Gene assessment was yeah. on my list. Yeah. Where they've done that thing where they say, well, you know, genetically, we can prove that you will be able to metabolize this medication. Mm -hmm. And they take it at the right, at the right dosage, and then there's just no relief of symptoms. Um, you know, I, I, there are people that do go get ECT, and it really does work. Mm -hmm. But you got to go back for maintenance sessions, and it requires anesthesia. And you know, if somebody drives you home, you got days of memory loss. And I mean, it's brutal. Sometimes, and it's permanent. <clears throat> yeah. The memory yeah. loss. The two people, I had a really good friend um, that she did ECT because she just had very severe depression. And she did that part of her. It didn't It didn't last. It didn't maintain. And she didn't. Man. She has, there's parts of that time that she just, she doesn't have any memory of that. Yeah. And I've had another, I've had a couple clients that have come in and done ECT and that just hasn't been effective. So, I mean, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think for people that have kind of done everything that they know to do and have access to like mm -hmm. what I mean yeah I think there's a lot of people that would say it's worth the risk yeah, yeah. it's worth the risk for me yeah. to try something I, that could give me some relief yeah I think it's still so invasive that considering it as a you know first-line treatment's ridiculous yeah uh, I think there's a lot of other different things you know Prozac and Zoloft work very well for a huge chunk of the population mm -hmm. sure they do. right so but for those people that it's just, it's in their brain. Mm -hmm. And a, a part of their brain just isn't getting the stimulation that it needs. And this physically does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. We need to be doing more research on this. Yeah. Like this needs to happen. I'm not going to do the research on it. No. I'm not no, built no, to do that research. No, no. And 
Yes, the we of the people that do. <clears throat> yes, research. dear researchers, please. please fund this. Well, but I think, and I think the interesting thing is, though, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea how much that costs. Oh, I'm sure so it's much. Unbelievably. Oh, we're going to get in a conversation of insurance. Well, I have, a, <laughs> I have a client right now that's like definitely like she wants to be able to, like she has had very long standing depression. She's done ECT. She's done medication. She wants to be able to do ketamine. But, you know, she can't afford that. She can't afford ketamine? She can't afford she to go to, a, to get ketamine tr- transmissions. She's I'm Go to sure. her local high school and just hang out for a little oh bit. Ask her. <laughs> I'm joking. I know. I'm joking. Yeah. The FDA actually did just approve magic mushrooms to treat depression, too. What is the list of things that are covered? Apparently, know. most uh, most like illicit drugs. So, so since the FDA has approved it, does that mean the insurance panels are going to start to sort of say, you know what, it's been approved by the I'm FDA? Sorry, there's too much money wrapped up in insurance. Okay, so we're recording a new segment. Hopefully we didn't just record over the other one. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Me too. Um, okay, well, that is an hour. We should probably stop. Yeah, yeah we probably should. Oh, we kind of, yeah. Yeah, there's That's... a lot of interesting things to talk yeah. about. But, and, and please don't go out and do mushrooms or ketamine. <laughs> That's what we ended on. To try to treat depression. <laughs> Let's go to a doctor for yeah. crying out loud. Yes, yeah. please. Right. Don't Get do a blood any, test. No, no self-administration. Uh, 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 yes. Yeah, and don't go shoving electrodes in your brain. That's right. Yes, yeah. that's, that's not, like that's a good way to end. No, I think I, that's that's, all, that's just a good rule today. of thumb. Yeah, we should just, end with a good rule of thumb every time. Don't shove electrodes in your brain. Yeah. That should be on a safety plan. Yeah, L- yeah let, uh, let a train That is on the actual safety plan. <laughs> <laughs> Not shoving electrodes in my brain. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.